Welcome, and thanks for listening to 9 and 10 News Focus, brought to you by Lake Effect Digital. I'm Kevin Essebaggers. It costs a lot of money to not have a lot of money. And once you get behind, it can really snowball. U.S. producer prices soared 11% in April from a year earlier, indicating that High inflation will remain a burden for consumers and businesses in the months ahead. The Labor Department said Thursday that its producer price index, which measures inflation before it reaches consumers, climbed a half a percent in April from March. That is a slowdown from the previous month. However, it just means that prices aren't rising as fast. They're still rising. Food costs rose 1.5% in April from March, while shipping and warehousing prices leapt 3.6%. New car prices rose 0.8%. And there were plenty of signs in the consumer price report that inflation will remain stubbornly high, likely for the rest of this year and into 2023. Rents rose faster. Prices for airline tickets jumped by the most on records dating back to 1963. And food prices continue to rise sharply. More people are struggling to keep up with inflating prices. And Nick Vinzant, an analyst with LendingTree, is helping me break down the true impact of inflation on people in Michigan. What is the inflation situation right now? We all know prices are are going up, but this can be measured. And uh, what is the uh, inflation picture looking like right now? So right now, the most recent statistic is that inflation is up 8.3% since last year. So essentially, that means that when you look at the average price of a number of different goods, the consumer price index, it's up 8.3%. And this means that you're paying more money from everything from essentially gas to groceries. And what we're really noticing this time around with inflation is it really is pervasive across everything. Prices are going up in just about every avenue and we're really starting to see it snowball. Initially, when we first started to see it, it was mainly contained to a couple of different areas like groceries were going up very quickly. Gas started going up very quickly towards the beginning of this year. Now we're starting to see that really filter out through the rest of the economy. So it's not just that you're paying more for groceries. Now the restaurants are charging more because they're paying more. And now other services are paying more, charging more because they're paying more. So we're really starting to see it become pervasive across the entire economy. And you're getting hit from all angles at this point. And I think that's really why it's been so difficult for a lot of people. Right, because wages aren't tied to inflation. So things are getting more expensive. You just, uh, you can't keep up. Can't get around it. And, you know, I think a really difficult thing about inflation too, is that inflation doesn't include rent and housing. So we've seen inflation go up this much. Well, we've also seen huge increases in rent and housing as well. So people are just getting hit from all angles. And it's just people are really struggling. Is it impacting? Obviously, the more money you have saved uh, would help you out in a situation like this. But then you're seeing your savings start to dwindle. Uh, Is there any particular group that's being impacted particularly hard by this? I I mean, obviously, those that our lower wage uh, would have a a tougher time, right? So the groups that have been affected the most are the lower income and fixed income. 
because their wages haven't proportionally gone up as much. And if you're on a fixed income, any change in prices really hits you hard. And something that we found out and see time and time again is that it costs a lot of money to not have a lot of money. And once you get behind, it can really snowball because then you're in debt. Now you're paying off interest. Your credit card scores are lower. You're being charged more for things. So once you get behind, it costs a lot of money to not have a lot of money. And it can hit those lower income groups very, very hard. Nationwide, we found that 60% of people are having a difficult to a very difficult time meeting their usual household expenses. That's pretty much the case in Michigan as well. Michigan, though, also had an 82% increase in the number of people who said that they were having a very difficult time. 82% is a massive increase. What we have seen is that the longer this goes on, the worse it gets, because people can usually get by for a little bit, but you can't make these long-term changes, especially when, you know, it used to be the example of, all right, well, beef prices are going up. Let me switch to chicken. But now you can't get around it. And the longer it goes, the more trouble people are, are finding themselves in financially. In the report, did you look at any ways that, uh, that people are trying to, to cope with inflation? Uh, we, we know that, yeah. there's, that more people are struggling, but when you're struggling, you, you usually try to find a way. What are people to do? You know, that's what's really the difficult thing is that a lot of people who are really struggling were already doing a lot of the things that would have allowed them to cut back in the first place. You know, you can only say to people cut back so much and where inflation has really hurt a lot of people is that it's affected the things that people can't get around. You got to go to work, you got to eat, you got to have some place to live. And where we look at places where prices have increased the most, gas, groceries, and shelter. And what are people going to do at some point? You can only cut back so much. And so a lot of the kind of generic tips that you would normally hear of, try to cut back on your spending, carpool to work, make sure that you're paying off your highest interest debt first. Those are the basic things that people can do, but at some point you hit a point where those don't work anymore. Talking about the great resignation, people yeah. changing jobs. Is inflation, do you think, maybe behind part of that? Because people are like, well, I, I need to make more money, so I need a, I need a second job or I need a, a, a better paying job. And that's caused the tight labor market that we have. I think that the pandemic really created a situation where people really reevaluated the things that were important to them and show, showed people that the way that we were doing things, we don't have to do it that way anymore. And so workers have really, not only because of a change in prices where they needed to make more money, but they have come forward and said, we're not going to do these things. I'm going to look for a job that provides me with these things. And if you're not willing to do that, then I am going to go somewhere else. And in a tight labor market, people really do have those kind of options where they could say, look, we want you to work from home five. We want you to come into the office. Well, I don't want to. 
I can find a job that will allow me to work from home. So I think that what we're seeing with the idea of the great resignation is that people are saying they're changing their priorities about what they want to do moving forward. And they're really sticking to those priorities and companies have to accommodate both in the form of benefits and in wages. Was there any signs of optimism in the inflation report? You know, I, I think that the, the, the sign of optimism would be that it, it did go down, didn't go down very much. I mean, it went from 8.5 to 8.3, but there are more steps being taken to try to control that from what I'm seeing. As far as the, the report by Quote Wizard, looking at how people are, are struggling with the inflation, though, is, was there any, any sign there that, you know, there's some light at the end of this tunnel? No. No. You know, when when we looked at it and compared it to last year, it was all bad news and it was all pretty bad. You know, we're seeing in some states where the number of people having a very difficult time is up 200 percent. Sixty percent of people nationwide are having a difficult time meeting their usual household expenses. They're you know, we looked for any kind of light at the end of the tunnel in the report, and we just didn't see it. Well, I normally like to end on a high note, but... <laughs> the, you know, the, I think that the only slimmer of good news would be that some states are doing less bad than others, you know, that, but that's not good news at the same time. You know, we saw Rhode Island was... Uh, had a 1% decrease in the number of people having a very difficult time. But I think that you can kind of chalk that up to a statistical aberration more than any sort of a good sign. You know, I would say, though, at the same time, is that even while this report is basically just all bad news for everyone, it is a little bit lagging. And we have started to see gas prices go down. And I think that the housing situation has now gotten to the point where everybody has realized that this is, un, you know, that, that we cannot continue to do this. And so I think that the federal government and um, businesses as well are taking steps to try to curb this because ultimately this math doesn't work. It doesn't work. Thanks to Nick Vinzant, an analyst with Quote Wizard by Lending Tree, for the interview. And thank you for listening. I hope you'll join me again as we take a closer look at issues in the news affecting Northern Michigan. 9 in 10 News Focus is brought to you by Lake Effect Digital. <laughs>